What is good, everybody? Welcome to This Week in Points in Travel. I'm your host, JP Buffett. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about the increase in airline check bag fees. We'll also be talking about improvements in the Delta cards. We'll be talking about uh, how the Bomboy Bold might not be that bold anymore. And we'll finally be talking about how Hyatt is having promotions for its members. Those stories coming up on This Week in Points and Travel. Stay tuned. What is good, everybody? It is good to be back. It is a long time coming. I have been gone for a while, um, as some of you know. I just completed my PhD a few weeks ago. Um, it was hell, but here we are. We are back. We're uh, doing this again. One of the funnest parts of this channel for me, of this podcast for me. Um, I love doing points and travel. But with that, a lot of stories have happened. Uh, a lot of things have gone on. Jet, JetBlue and Spirit Merger has not happened, though they're trying to still get it to go. Um, American Express has added more family language to their cards, including my beloved green card. And many other things have happened. And honestly, it's a lot to keep up with the points in travel world. I've been going for a few weeks in terms of actually keeping up with the content. And man, so many things have gone on. But I'm going to start with this week's uh, top story. And that is the increase in airline uh, check bag fees. So if you have not noticed, uh, United JetBlue and American Airlines have increased their check ba- their check bag fees. Well, they kind of increased them with a twist. See, they increased the check bag fees from uh, I think American Airlines was from thirty to thirty five dollars, but they actually increased it even more if you are trying to get the check bag uh, when you get to the airport. So what it says here is they're increasing the check bag fee from thirty to thirty five dollars if you pay online. If you pay uh, when you go to the actual airport, it is now $40 for your first bag, and it would increase, therefore, uh, in, a t- in a tier type of system when you go from your second to your third. Um, and obviously, there are ways around this. Uh, if you have um, things like credit cards or top tier status, stuff like that, you can get around it, which I'll talk a little bit more about in a second. But that is what they're doing. And American Airlines, they came out and said um, the reason they're doing this is because it allows their team members to spend uh, more time with customers who actually need the additional help and not be dealing with just people coming into the airlines for the checked bag. And you know that checked bag line can be a long time. It can be a very long time. That's why me, myself, uh, if you do not know, I am part of hashtag carry on gang. I do not like doing checked bags because multiple reasons. One reason, they cost money. I don't like the fact that I pay for a check bag, uh, be more like Southwest American. Um, and two, I don't like people going through my, through my luggage. You know, you, you, you put stuff in check bags, you don't know if you're going to see it next time around. So for me personally, I like doing a carry on, but to each their own. Um, a couple other airlines have actually increased their, uh, their, their check bag fees. JetBlue, uh, said they're increasing their fees and it's mainly because there are other costs associated with this there are costs like the fuel cost there's a cost for paying their employees and stuff like that and they're basically saying they want to keep their prices low so therefore they have to or sorry their prices go in other areas so therefore 
for the check bag, they actually increased the price um, to offset set that for people who want to use it. Now, this is not new. I mean, you can think about it in terms of like Spirit and Frontier or all of the other budget or um, you know pay-as-you-go uh, airlines. They have these this similar thing. So it's not that you know dissimilar to other airlines like uh, Spirit and Frontier and they're adding this service in. But like I was saying earlier. There are ways around this, and I think if you're a, a, a viewer of this channel, or if you're a viewer of a credit card um, ecosystem or credit card space, you would know that for your first check bag, um, for you and up to you know a number of different companions on that fare on that uh, ticket, the first check bag is free. So you can strategically do that, and that's another reason to get a credit card, honestly, um, for that check bag. But if you know if you really don't need a check bag, there are other ways around it. Just take a carry-on, try to get all your stuff in there. But actually, speaking of carry-ons, it's actually pretty interesting. So Southwest, one of the other big four carriers, actually has not increased their, um, have not you know instituted any type of check bag fee. They still allow you to have the first two check bags to be free. Uh, and they have an interesting reason for this. So they said, um, you know, they prefer doing this compared to people having carry-ons because this allows for them to have a faster turnaround time, which is something I never really thought about. You know, I personally am still gonna do a carry-on. I mean, I'm not, I don't want people going to my bags because I might lose things. Um, but this is interesting, you know, like, the what are you sacrificing in terms of getting the speed of getting people in and out of the airplane versus offsetting your costs? And honestly, Southwest has some pretty decent costs, but that is the story for now. People are all looking at Delta though. They're still looking at, because Delta has not increased their prices at least as uh, far as this taping. Uh, sorry, it's taping. Like, like I'm in the freaking 1980s uh, as far as this recording goes. But we'll see. We'll see uh, what Delta is going to do in this ecosystem. But with that, let us move on to our next story. So our next story is going to be a quick one. This is talking about the Marriott Bonvoy Bold, and the story is coming from uh, the Doctor of Credit. And what they found was that they are uh, basically nerfing the Marriott Bonvoy Bold. It is not bold anymore. <laughs> uh, terrible, terrible pun. Anyways, uh, so what's happening is the Marriott Bonvoy Bold had um, it gave you a silver status just for holding the car, which is great for a car like this given that is a zero annual fee card and you get instant silver status and you got that silver status because it gave you uh, 15 elite uh, night credits. Now, elite night credits are not actually credits for you can use for nights. It's, it's just a credits to get to status. Um, so they're actually moving this back to five elite night credits. And I think you can still get silver status. I'm not sure if it, how far it's going. I think it's up to um, July 10th of 2024, or they might you know, extend the status uh, past that and just give you five elite night credits, which is a nerf of the card. Because now, instead of having that, those 15 elite night credits and be able to stack them with something like um, the Marriott Bonvoy business card uh, from American Express, or just having those 15 nights and needing less actual stays to get to the next status, which will be gold, um, it, 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 it kind of sucks. But overall, I think not many people have, as far as I know, not many people have really been using this card. They mainly go for the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless card because that gives you a free night uh, for the annual fee of $95. 
but this is a nerf of the car. So if you are a Marriott uh, Bonvoy Bold holder, be aware that they're reducing the number of elite night credits you have from 15 down to five, and this will take effect on July 10th of this year, that'll be 2024. But with that story, we're gonna move on to our next story. Okay, we are gonna move on to the next story. This next story will also be another quick one. This will also be coming from the Doctor of Credit. And the Doctor of Credit has uh, one, and I also saw this actually on the uh, Hyatt's website. So this one basically says that you are getting a 3,000 bonus uh, points, bonus Hyatt points uh, for a three night consecutive stay at a number of uh, properties. I think it's their higher end properties like the Park Hyatt, like the Andaz, places like that. I think Hyatt Regency is also in there. So basically for every three nights, you get 3000 bonus points up to 21 consecutive nights. And this, this promotion would go to uh, April, 2024. And you have to complete the nights between March 1st and April 30th, 2024. And there's about, I say, uh, 1300 uh, participating hotels so you have to look at the number of hotel at the hotels that are actually participating in this but i'm speaking speaking really fast let me slow down a little bit for you um but yeah this can be pretty lucrative uh, hyatt points are worth you know at least turn according to uh, different sources about 1.8 to 2 cents per point so it can be very lucrative this can be um, anywhere from uh, you know $60 or you know 60 um, sorry it can be more from uh, 3,000 points to uh, 21,000 points so you could think about it in terms of dollar terms if you're valuing it at that sense per point it can be anywhere from $60 upwards of $420 in value so something to definitely look into if you like staying at Hyatt's if you plan on staying at a Hyatt um, within the near future I would definitely look into this um, offer. But with that, we're now going to move on to our next story. Okay, our final story of the day. This is a fast one, but it feels good to be back. Now, this is not a story coming from this week. This is a story coming from the past few weeks. I'm sure you have heard about it by now, but this story is about the Delta changes. This is to the uh, personal and the business Delta cards from American Express. Now I'm not gonna talk about all of the cards because for me personally, they all don't matter. The only one that really matters for me, the one that is really the sweet spot in, the, uh, in my case would be the Delta Platinum. But to give you an overview, what has happened is the uh, personal and business cards that would be the Delta Gold, the Delta Platinum, and the Delta Reserve, not the Delta Blue, but the other uh, the annual fee Delta cards, they all got pretty much got a rework. And Amex has been talking about uh, having changes to a lot of their cards. I think they're doing, doing about 40 uh, products. I'm not sure if they're all credit cards, but I'm assuming most of them will be credit cards. I'm hoping that one day the everyday and the everyday preferred actually has a change. Over here, listen to me, Amex. But anyways, let's get back to the sweet spot here. This is the Delta Platinum. So let's get the bad out of the way first. The Delta Platinum is moving from an annual fee of $250 upwards to $350. That is a $100 increase in the annual fee. But what are you getting for the annual fee? So some of the things that you're getting, you're getting on first off, 
you're getting a couple of credits. You're getting a state credit, which is worth up to $150 for the Delta Platinum. Um, basically, when you book a uh, stay uh, using uh, your Delta Platinum through uh, Delta's website, basically kind of like their version of Expedia or booking.com, you can basically offset that charge by $150. So if you just want to book a hotel and you're planning on booking a hotel with points anyways, or sorry, with dollars anyways, this can be a great way to recoup $150 from that annual fee. Bring your annual fee down effectively to $200. They also have the Resi credits, which are basically $10 a month credits, um, you know, because that's true Amex fashion. They have to give you $10 a month credits. But these credits do offset the annual fee, and they were credits that were not there before. So I think I personally like using Resi. Uh, I think Resi is a really good uh, reservation um, uh, app. Uh, I, you can actually uh, see uh, um, Anthony Ventures' video on his uh, his Valentine's Day video. I was actually just watching before I came on um, and did this uh, podcast here. But anyways, back to, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but back to what I'm talking about here. They have those credits. They also have rise share credits. And the good thing about the rise share credits, they're also $10 a month um, up uh, for, you know, up to $120, but $10 a month. Uh, you can use them for more than just Uber. So you can use them for Uber, Lyft, and other partners uh, that are on the, um, that are with the card. I think this is great. I think it's great because it's something that wasn't there before. Yes, they're increasing the annual fee, but if you use Uber or Lyft in any capacity, which a lot of people do, you can even say you're using it to go to the airport to get take your Delta flight. Who knows? You can use this card and you can get $10 back per month. Um, and even if you use it once or twice, that's still $20. Um, I wouldn't actually value at the full 120 bucks personally because I don't really use Uber that much or Lyft that much, but I could easily see myself getting, you know, 50, maybe even $60 worth of value out of this. So for me personally, you know, the Resi credit, which I can use a lot, I wouldn't use the full value. Also, I would say maybe half value, you know, $60 potentially out of it, maybe even less, maybe $40, but $40 out of that, I can get about $50 out of the rideshare credit, the state credit is easy to use because I you know, do like staying at places that can't use points sometimes. If you're one of those people who like to stay at boutique hotels or do things of that nature, it can be something for you. But I'm rambling on. Let's move on to the most important part of this change for this card. And that is a change to the companion pass. I hope you not hear that sound in the background. It's Kind of driving me crazy, but if you can hear it, I do apologize. Anyways, the companion pass before the change allowed you to uh, have a main cabin fare for you. If you pay for your fare, um, basically the person flying with you, your, your companion, pays basically the taxes on the on the trip. And the cost of the trip, whatever the cost is, let's say the cost is usually you would want to you go over the annual fee, but let's say the cost is two hundred dollars. Well, no, let's go over that. Let's say the cost is $300. Uh, you basically pay for your ticket um, and they pay the uh, taxes and fees on their uh, ticket. And but the problem with this was, the problem with this was, you can only use it in the continual United States. That basically means everything except for Alaska and Hawaii, which in my mind, made this kind of kind of useless i mean yeah i mean there's only so many you mainly want to use it to go from east coast to west coast if you're going anywhere else in between usually it's not really worth it but for going a places cross country and stuff sorry going across country it could be worth it but they changed it now so now 
not only can you do the 48 states, you're now able to do Hawaii and uh, Alaska also. But on top of that, they added in Central America and the Caribbean. This, this changes this car for me and it makes the Delta Platinum one of the cars that I want to pick up either in the near future or you know somewhere down the line because for me, it's now like, I like you know visiting all of these other places. I can now I can now go to Hawaii. I can now go to Mexico. I can now go to you know Caribbean and every other places in Central America. It widens it up. Also, the the the, the amount of value you can obtain from this just goes up exponentially. So when you add this value you're getting from the your companion pass, which is can be you know, multiples more than the annual fee, plus the state credit, plus the rideshare credit, plus the resi credit. Plus all of these, you know, other intangibles that you're getting from the actual card. I think, you know, Delta and American Express hit it out the park, at least with this one. Now for the reserve, if, if you know, if you're a big baller, that's what you want to do. Great. They also add, added on the uh, different different uh, ways to get gain uh, status faster, which will be helpful for a lot of people, especially given the fact they change how you gain status. Um, that is another video for another time. Uh, but this is a great change. Again, this is not happening this week, but I want to talk about it this week because this is my first week back doing this. But yeah, you know, um, I hope I hope everybody out there likes this change. I think I love this change. I love flying JetBlue, but you know, I might get this card and uh, my JetBlue Plus card might you know take a backseat if the, if this card is actually that good. But we'll see. Uh, my wife has the car, so we'll see. I'll take hers for a test drive and see how it actually works. I might do a a video on that in the future uh so if you're not subscribed to jb jp buffett uh subscribe to my youtube channel but with that guys that is it for this week in points and travel it feels so good to be back and thank you all for watching and until next time guys peace